Welcome back to Plastic Surgery Decoded, the podcast where we demystify plastic surgery and unpack it into relatable concepts. I'm your host, Dr. Regina Newhan, and today we're talking about plastic surgery for men. Hey, men want to look good too. So, do cosmetic procedures differ for men as compared to women? What are some of the anatomic details that might drive that? There are many options for enhancing the male look. Our discussion will cover them in an organized way to give a better understanding of what is possible, whether big changes are desired or just a little tweak or two to boost confidence. Remember that this podcast reflects my experience and my opinion. It is not intended to give formal medical advice, but instead you can use it to gain insight, whether you're actually considering a procedure or you're just curious. So settle in for a listen and enjoy. The latest statistics from the American Society for Plastic Surgery regarding cosmetic procedures show an overwhelming proportion of patients are female. In fact, men only make up close to 10% of that population. Why is that? Interestingly, that percentage of patients being male used to be a lot less. Fact is, the number has increased over the last couple of decades as more and more men seek out assistance in looking as good and as young as they feel. It can be a confidence builder. Right or wrong, visual appearance has always been important to our society and its importance only seems to grow. In generations past, it used to be rather taboo for anyone to admit having cosmetic procedures, especially men. Male competition for many things in life, including social influence, romantic partners, and even jobs, seem to favor those who have a more youthful and perhaps a more virile, if you will, presence. And many men increasingly want to get in on opportunities to improve their appearance. Why shouldn't they in this aspiringly equal opportunity world? Hopefully, as you've been listening to other episodes of this podcast, you've realized that they are intended to be gender neutral, with the exception of those specifically addressing women, such as the recent Mommy Makeover episode number 16. But let's highlight the men for a change, and that's exactly what we'll do today in our discussion. Why do we even have to specify for men? Well, there are some anatomic differences which are worthy of discussion as they impact what would be considered as goals and ideal outcomes for cosmetic procedures. While cosmetic procedures are open to any gender, a few may be especially suited to genetic males or even those who are transitioning to male. I think it's beneficial to break the procedural possibilities down into two basic categories, reduction and enhancement. Reduction refers to both reducing the signs of aging, and also to taking away something in order to improve contour. While enhancement means adding volume or changing shape for an improved appearance. As we talk about the options in these two categories, let's break it down even further and separate facial procedures from body procedures. Regarding the face, we'll first discuss what can be done to reduce the early or even late signs of aging. And this segment is pretty similar to that for females. Of course, even before these indicators of age become noticeable, it's important to address prevention, such as a good skincare regimen, using products specifically beneficial for your own skin rather than randomly buying over the counter. Your skincare specialist can help with this. 
as there are numerous options out there, it can be quite confusing. Also, good skincare products and treatments can even help some skin problems that are typically specific to males. Chronic razor burn or bumps are just one example. But what's absolutely crucial in the skincare regimen is to include sunscreen, even if nothing else is used beyond that. Using a sunscreen daily, even in the winter, is a worthwhile commitment to help prevent the prematurely aging effects of the sun. And yes, there are some really nice sunscreens out there that act just like a moisturizer you'd put on right after a shower, and they're not chalky or noticeable. In addition, a medical facial, maybe once a quarter, is a beneficial commitment many men have made, and they consider it a self-care step, much like going to the gym. Now, heading back to that theme of reduction of signs of aging, even if we slow down the process with preventative steps just mentioned, we are all still going to age. Some of the early signs that develop, therefore, like small wrinkles and lines, could be treated with Botox and the like to reduce contractions that are contributing to these little wrinkles. Some people have even nicknamed it Brotox. By the way, last year, by far, the top procedure for men was Botox injection. Also, topical chemical or laser peels can improve fine lines and lead to more youthful skin texture. Yet all of these do require periodic maintenance. Though if you really like the new look, that makes commitment a little easier. Podcast episodes number 10 and number 11 go into more detail on these topics, and I think you'll find them informative. Now, to further address appearance-improving reduction and enhancement options for the face, let's shift focus to shape and contour. To do this, we first need to discuss the anatomic features which are considered to be more prominent in men or suggestive of male gender, even though there is a lot of male-female gender blending these days. The characteristic anatomy differences will drive the individual choices made for cosmetic procedures. Though there is variability based on ethnicity and other considerations, masculine facial features tend to include a somewhat lower-positioned brow and even some prominent bone under the brow on occasion. This leads to a generally shorter distance between the brow and the upper eyelid as compared to that of the female face. Furthermore, the male bridge of the nose is often broader, and cheeks have a more angular appearance as compared to the more rounded contours of the feminine. The male chin usually has a somewhat squared contour, and the jawline tends toward a relatively sharp and straight alignment as it progresses to a clear-cut angle at the corner of the jaw. Now that's great if you happen to possess all of these so-called male features that you desire, but if not, we can talk about how to steer treatment or procedures to try to achieve an individual goal. We'll start with that reduction concept. We've already discussed methods to try to reduce signs of skin aging, but in terms of facial shape or outline, there may be excess fatty tissue or even extra skin, which detracts from the desired contours. Remedies could include targeted liposuction, particularly to the neck, to help redefine the jawline. This is actually a pretty common cosmetic treatment for men and can really make a nice difference. A little bit of skin laxity or looseness can be addressed with some minimally invasive skin tightening treatments, but if there is a fair amount of true skin excess, this will often require surgical excision and repositioning, such as with an eyelid lift and possibly even a small facelift in order to achieve the desired result. And yes, even though a facelift can be slightly more challenging in the male due to the need to keep in mind hair and beard growth when hiding incision lines, 
More men are going ahead with facelifts when the need is truly there. Podcast episodes number two, number six, and number 12 will give you more detail about liposuction, eyelid surgery, and facelifts, respectively, if you'd like more information beyond the scope of this current episode. Now, in terms of enhancement, this is where a surgeon can get even more creative, with the goal being to try to restore a more male-appearing contour or create one that may never have been there to begin with. It's really pretty amazing what can be done now. Injectable fillers have become a great tool for sculpting facial contours and can be used to improve the alignment of the nose, cheeks, chin, and even the jawline as well, especially if the patient has never really had a defined angle. Filler can make some nice changes to the nasal contour, but it has limits, and sometimes a formal rhinoplasty or what you might think of as a nose job is necessary. Fat grafting and implants can be utilized to enhance facial contours as well to craft a more long-lasting result, or they could be used in combination with fillers. Though I do favor starting out with something that will eventually go away, like certain fillers will, to really make sure you're going to like the look first. And some fillers are more temporary than others, so they require periodic maintenance. But hey, sometimes that could be a good thing to make sure you're really still liking the look, so to speak, on an ongoing basis. In situations where more than just a little bit of contour correction is needed, certainly there are some formal jaw surgeries aimed at realigning bone to achieve a more prominent and long-lasting look, such as orthognathic surgery. But that is beyond the scope of what we're talking about today. Okay, we've covered the face pretty well, but let's move on to discuss options for the body. We're largely talking about the chest and trunk region. Again, with the goal typically being to look as youthful and as fit as possible, which often means reducing excess fat and skin. But sometimes it can mean enhancing the appearance of musculature. Going back to that concept of reduction, excess body fat can accumulate in the chest or breast area of males, and there can be a condition called gynecomastia, where actual breast tissue can form under the nipple, usually due to hormonal issues or even medications. Most males typically do not like either one of these changes and would like to have them gone. Yes, sometimes generalized weight loss, such as through diet and exercise, can reduce regular fat that has accumulated in the breast region, but it will definitely not take care of breast tissue from true gynecomastia. For the presence of breast tissue, which is frequently firm and fibrous, surgical intervention is usually required. A small incision can be made to directly remove this tissue. Liposuction, though, can be a nice solution for isolated excess fat that is present without breast tissue. Yet in some cases, even after reducing fat, the overlying skin may remain fairly stretched out due to loss of elasticity. And in those situations, external skin tightening treatments may or may not be enough. Surgical removal of the excess skin could be indicated, and plastic surgeons are very good at designing incisions to minimize future evidence of surgery here, though certainly there will always be some degree of scar. Usually this is preferable to having the fullness, however. Moving down the trunk a bit, the abdomen and waistline are next for consideration. Love handles, or those relative bulges that seem to spill over the sides of the belt, are often troublesome for males. When men acquire some excess fat, it does tend to go to these regions and can be a source of frustration as it may not fully disappear even with the best diet and exercise routine. There are some externally applied fat-reducing devices out there, but frankly, I think the results are a bit unpredictable 
and may leave some irregular contours. In my practice, I always found liposuction to be a more reliable and expedient tool, with a little more predictability, especially if skin elasticity in these regions has been maintained. Treatment of spot areas can be a nice outpatient procedure, and recovery is not too bad. But considering that overlying skin, and whether or not any loose skin will remain after liposuction, this is where it's very helpful to have a good consultation with your board-certified plastic surgeon. They will be able to directly assess the skin in this region and determine whether or not it is amenable to utilizing a laser component or other such tightening in conjunction with the liposuction, or whether a formal tummy tuck might be beneficial. Hey, you didn't think women were the only ones to get tummy tucks, did you? Interestingly, you've heard the concept of a mommy makeover, which I discussed in the previous episode number 16. Well, some surgeons offer what might be called a daddy makeover. No, certainly men don't give birth and have body changes from that, but just with time and age and a more sedentary lifestyle, they may have developed an abdominal pooch and prominent love handles and maybe breast fullness that aren't pleasant and they want to improve. So, much like the mommy makeover, this procedure could incorporate a combination of surgeries, such as liposuction of the chest and abdomen, plus possible tummy tuck as needed. More details about liposuction and tummy tucks can be found in podcast episodes number two and number three, respectively. Well now, as we've just discovered, most of the rejuvenating procedures for the male body, as opposed to the face, involve reduction rather than enhancement. But what about enhancements? What could be done? Males are often praised for an appearance of fitness and prominent musculature. For those who make the commitment to strict diet and spend a great deal of time working out in the gym, and perhaps for some who are blessed with what might be called good genes, this look can be reliably achieved. Others, however, have not been as successful or perhaps wish to choose a different pathway. Non-surgical options are limited, but there are some new technologies out there that focus on external energy, such as high-intensity electromagnetic energy, to produce targeted and repetitive muscle contractions, with the goal to build muscle volume. But as you might expect, there are limitations to results and maintenance is definitely required. Liposculpture and what's called etching can be done to try to simulate the appearance of muscle definition of the abdomen and extremities. For example, a six pack can be created, if you will, by thinning out the fat directly under the skin along the borders of the rectus muscles of the abdomen or along the borders of any muscle of concern. Caution must be taken here, however, because if there is any weight fluctuation, particularly weight gain, this can start to look relatively odd on the abdomen. Another procedure that some have turned to is muscle implants. Common areas would be pec implants, no, not breast implants, as well as other areas of the body, such as calves or even gluteal implants. These implants are not fluid-filled. They are solid but flexible and are relatively flat. They contribute to volume and definition, however. This may sound nice and could be a quick solution to achieve the desired body contour, but again, caution must be taken, as inadvertent rotation or malposition of the implant can occur over time, as well as other troublesome problems, such as infection or capsular contracture, which may lead to the need for implant removal. Well, we've covered a wide variety of topics here under the heading of male cosmetic plastic surgery, The thoughts I will leave you with are these three. First, cosmetic procedures are not just for women. More and more men are seeking out aesthetic improvements, and there are lots of options available. 
Second, if you're curious, what do most men have done? Well, beyond the very popular injectables like Botox, the top five male cosmetic surgeries last year were in order liposuction, male breast reduction, eyelid surgery, tummy tuck, and nose reshaping surgery. And thirdly, but most importantly, the best outcomes come from realistic expectations and proper planning both of which are generated through formal consultation with your plastic surgeon, who will help map out the most ideal path for each individual. Well, that's our show for today. Hope you enjoyed it and learned something too. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Please share this podcast with someone else who might be interested. And while you're at it, check out the podcast website for related topics to explore. It's www.plasticsurgerydecoded.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Plastic Surgery Decoded.